Hey everybody, it's your old pal Andrew. Just wanted to remind you, we've got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash GoodTalkStudio. Patreon is a resource for creators like myself, the other podcasters here. It's a subscription service. So you go to Patreon, you subscribe to our Patreon, you get free, you get not free, you get bonus podcasts. You pay for it, it's not free. Uh, it's bonus episodes. So it's, it has nothing, it is not our free episodes, the normal throwback to school, Gentleman Overlords, Nerddom episodes, but it's bonus episodes. We have bonus episodes of the Gentleman Overlords, bonus episodes of Throwback to School, and an exclusive podcast just on the Patreon where me and Dr. Wally review wrestling pay-per-views. There are two tiers. We have the $1 tier where you get $1, or excuse me, one podcast a month. It shows us support, and it's $1 every month. That's it. We have a $5 tier, which is $5 every month. You get every podcast we put out on the Patreon. Usually two podcasts a week, sometimes one, sometimes three. But you get every podcast we put out as well as access to all the podcasts we've ever done on the Patreon. So head on over there, patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Studio. You'll get a thank you message from me personally. I promise. I pledge to you. You get a personal message from me thanking you for subscribing and you're showing us support. So head on over there. Subscribe if you want. If not, great too. Thank you for listening. I was I texted you because I've been wanting to talk about I haven't really had an avenue to talk about this <laughs> other than just like in conversation and people are not interested like early Lonely Island that's the stuff. impetus of this entire podcast yeah stuff that we really want to talk about people talk- who are not interested in, <laughs> in talking to us about this stuff and now we force them to listen to us isn't that ironic <laughs> you people you forced us to do this friends of ours forced us to do this and now they have to listen to us because we, we subscribe on their phones for them. <laughs> uh, so I want to talk about the early Lonely Island. Yeah. Because this is stuff from like pre-SNL. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm, I hate to be one of those people who's like, I don't think people have even heard about them before they got famous. But I, I do think they have like legitimately really funny stuff from like... I don't know, like, you, you see, like, a comedian's early stuff or a musician's early stuff, and it's always like, yeah, it's not really as good as what they would do later on. And, yeah, like, I'd say production-wise and stuff, obviously, sure. yeah. their best stuff came from SNL. But I do think, like, the early stuff has merit mm-hmm. and has good, funny stuff, including what I sent to you yes. earlier this week, a song called Kablamo. Yes, which I had never seen nor heard. Have you before. heard? Have you have you heard any of their early stuff, like no. pre SNL stuff? I I was gonna say that I think my first experience with the Lonely Island was for me in high school. Yeah. Or maybe, I no, I'm not 
I can't be middle school. Uh, probably high school because the first experience, I think, when I realized Lonely Island was a thing, mm-hmm. was like that one album that they had. Like I just had sex, yeah, and that they had that one. Is that I'm on a boat. Sealed? I'm on a yeah. boat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like those songs were like, I mean. I guess they, big hits yeah, they were when big I hits, was in yeah. high school, yeah. and I guess I I also didn't realize that they um because I also love Hot Rod, which yes. I know we will talk about some of the movies later too. Mm-hmm. But like Hot Rod is <laughs> like my favorite movie, yeah. probably uh-huh. um one of the few movies I've watched multiple times yeah. of my own volition mm-hmm. and desire. Um, and I I I like didn't realize that they were the same group. Yeah. Like, it took me way too long. I uh-huh. didn't connect the dots for all of this stuff. So, um, I think my first experience was probably high school when those songs, like, hit it big. Yeah. But I will also say that I think, uh, is Dick in a Box, like, uh, Lonely Island, or yeah. is that... Okay. I mean, it's That like... kind of transcends <clears throat> time and space. It does, yeah. That song, so I will say that... I, that is probably my earliest experience, but didn't realize that it was them. Yeah. So it's at least Andy. I know that like Yorma and, and Akiva were both like writers and producers yeah. at SNL too. Uh, and I assume they were affiliated, but Andy was the only one like audibly on that track. Yeah. <laughs> Along with Justin, of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> um, but I became aware of them through, so there was a comedy thing way before like funny or die called channel One Hundred and One, which was like, sort of like the internet's place for like comedy videos mm. might have, it may have predated YouTube, but I'm not positive about that, but it was like a like college humor, funny or die type of internet, like video service that was just for like comedy videos. So like they did a show on there called the boo, which was like a take on the OC uh, <laughs> that was, you know, just like a really, and like it was, it's still very funny to me. Like, I think it's on YouTube um, but it's like this, you know, really overly dramatic thing. It's, I think it's Yorma and Sarah Chalk are the main actors in it, <laughs> but, um, from Scrubs yeah. and, but they do this thing in the, at least in the first episode where they're having like an intense conversation and then, uh, like Nutsy, the channel 101 squirrel, which is like a little mascot, like comes on screen and goes, okay, kids time to put on those 3d glasses. And then like, it's like now, and like it's like, you know, done in that sort of like blue and red tint. And then like to feed the gimmick, they both like start handing each other things to the, you know, through the, (laughs) it's just, and it's really gimmicky, but then like the squirrel, like come in and out and be like, okay, glasses off. Okay. Glasses back on. It's just like, and like, they're aware of it too. So they're like, can you stop interrupting the scene? (laughs) Glasses on. So that was like the first time I became aware of them and then saw that they did music. And the first song of theirs I think I ever heard is a song called The Heist, which I'll play right now, um, which is uh, about two friends who are reconnecting after some time apart. I hear the phone ringing, yo, what up, Doug? What up, son? Sorry, boy, you sleeping? Nah, just finished reading this ill-ass novel. 
not the one about the girl who left her family up in Kabul. That's the one, that shit was sad, had me crying on the pages. Yo, I read that motherfucker, had me sad as fuck for ages. Yo, we should start a book club. Yo, son, I hear you talking, how about Sunday afternoons right after speed walking? That's a date, but I know that ain't the reason for your calling. No doubt, you're so observant, must have noticed I was stalling. Yo, best friends gotta tell each other their secrets. I just came from Pam's work, and she dipped my heart in shit. Yo, what, that's basketball. Yo, yo, you know the spot where you order frozen treats and they rip your heart apart. Yo, I got what you need at the house. You cool to drive? I'm pretty broken up. I might not make it there alive. Don't talk like that. Now you're making me want to cry. Yo, it's cool, son. I'm fine. I'll be over there in five. You couldn't get the sense of it. It's just like, it's about these like two friends who are, uh, haven't talked in a while. One's going through a breakup and it's just like really, you know, like making a rap song about really like what would be mundane feelings. It's eventually like, the girlfriend shows up and you know just it's very funny but like that song was made in 2002 i graduated high school in 2002 i was, I was in second grade <laughs> and like i'm just like <laughs> imagining coming up with that in 2002 but like that's the sort of stuff that like it feels like they're they're like way early to the scene about stuff like that yes you know like the sort of like rap comedy rap trio making a song that's like I mean, it doesn't sound bad. No. You know, like, that's not like you, you've, I mean. I feel like that's always a thing with the Lonely Island, at least. It's, I mean, I guess the, I guess we could say the same thing applies to their movies, is that it's done really well. Yeah. But it's a joke. Mm -hmm. And so that juxtaposition is also funny. Yeah. It only contributes to the joke. Yes. Like, all of their songs are like done well even mm -hmm. like their early stuff like you sent me uh Kablamo. Kablamo. Mm -hmm. and it, it, it's funny because like when i was watching the video i was like oh this is kind of funny because i could kind of imagine like i don't know just i could kind of imagine them coming up with this idea yeah. and being like oh this is so stupid like i can like and i feel like i've seen like funny videos like when i was in high school of like random people i went to high school with like making just like joke videos yeah. and so it reminded me of that so much mm -hmm. but like knowing that then they went on to like <laughs> legitimately write hits yes yeah <laughs> you're right i mean you're right about like dick in the box like transcending what it came from like it, it almost feels bigger than snl yes if that if like that makes sense like even snl is like this huge ubiquitous thing but like dick in a box felt like whatever year that came out like 2007 or 8 or something yeah. like that was like legitimately maybe one of the biggest songs that year yeah like and i know um i mean justin timberlake is always really or at least was always really good on snl i haven't really been paying attention to snl I don't recently yeah but um like it was always he was always very good on it because he would He's game. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's game. And so, like, I know when that came came out, I think a big part of it too was that it was Justin Timberlake, who's like a certified like yeah, being like star. Yeah, being disgusting. Yeah, just yeah. being just singing this song that is just wild and so earnest about yes. it. Yeah. And I I guess like that I guess it's like that same vibe with everything that the Lonely Island does. It's absolutely absurd, but it's done so earnestly yeah. and even not, though everyone is in on the joke and not half-assed at all yeah not half-assed at all yeah the uh the one i sent you kablamo uh i feel like we should talk about this that i sent <laughs> i sent it to you and i i specifically was like there's a line in this that makes me laugh every time 
and I listened to the whole song. Yeah. And then I said, okay, like what line is it? And then I guessed what it what line it was. Yes. Nailed it. Should we just listen to it? Yeah. Okay. Kablamo. This song also made in two thousand and one. So I was That's a unbelievable. Yeah. You were a first grader. I, was I just a, learned how to read. I was a junior. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, our age difference. Our age difference. It does. It does feel wild. Though. Like I don't feel that much older than you now. Until we until start we, talking, until about, we start talking about like me being in a junior while you're in first grade. That shit is. They also did uh, really funny, uh, like, remixes of this song. So one of them is, like, the bootleg remix, which is also, like, I feel like a joke that's way ahead of its time, uh, where it's, like, they have this, like, you know, different beat in the background, but it's also, like, a DJ going, this is a world premiere, premiere, like, over the track. Yeah. And they did that in 2001. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's very good. When did we start like ripping music off the internet? When did that happen? When was LimeWire a thing? I think like around this time, like early 2000s, I think. That's a very funny joke. Yes. Because I do think that's where like a lot of that yeah. came from was like, yeah, like you'd have to get the song from like the radio and like you'd get a DJ doing that, but it's, yeah, I'll, I'll even, I'll play a little bit after we get to this. I think it's coming up next, but Yeah, it's so <laughs> stupid. It was so funny. When your money for coal, you forget coal is. You sure to be right because that's your job. Uh, yeah, this is the bootleg remix of Kablamo. This is the world premiere. Ha ha. Remix. It's Kablamo, y'all. They're, they're, they're brilliant. They're so funny. They are so funny. I and like it. I don't know. Like uh, the. Did you ever watch like Seven Seven Days in Hell? Mm-mm. It's so it's this HBO uh, doc, fake documentary about a tennis match that Andy Samberg plays one of them. And oh. then uh, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones plays the other. It's like a 35-minute fake sports documentary about, like, this tennis match that lasts seven days. Maybe I have seen this. Did Andy Samuel, did they also do, I can't remember. They did a biking one, too. A biking one. Yeah. Okay, I've seen the, okay, we can, we'll have to talk about that yeah. in a second. Yeah, uh, but they did, <laughs> they did one about tennis, and I, I believe they're all involved in it, mm-hmm. but... That move, it's so funny. People have watched it. Seven Days in Hell. It's on HBO Max. It, I, I watched it recently again because I was just like, I wonder if that's as funny as I remember it being. It killed me again. They just have, <laughs> they're so funny. And like, it was one of those things, like when I discovered them, it was one of those, oh, wow. Like, this is my sense of humor. Yes. Yeah. Like in a way that like, you kind of like parse it out. And sometimes you're like, you want something to be your sense of humor so much that you kind of convince yourself that this is what's funny. 
or you want this to be what's really funny, and then you actually find what you find really funny, and you're just like, oh my god. Yeah. And that was what it was, like, discovering these guys, where it's just like, you're right, like, everything's absurd, but they're fully committed to the bit. Yes. It's And it's always well done and funny. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much exactly how I felt when I watched Hot Rod, mm-hmm. was, I don't remember who made who i watched it with first or Uh like what was going on or like what the impetus was that i watched this movie but i remember watching it and thinking that it was supposed to be like just an like an actual movie yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like it's supposed to be serious yeah watching i was like oh my god Mm -hmm. this is this is the funniest thing i've ever seen yeah yeah (laughs) and I... i it's still i can watch hot rod like all the time yeah and I still think it's funny. It's really funny. It's one of the few movies I'm not that interested in director's commentary. Oh yeah, the director. <clears throat> yes. But I did watch. I've watched this movie, the director's commentary, maybe three times because it's just them. Yes. And they have little bits of like actual information about the movie, but it's mostly them just <laughs> fucking around. Oh yeah, over the movie. <laughs> over the movie. <laughs> it's very good. And it's like it feels weird sometimes when they interject things about the movie. That's how like off the rails they go. I, I know there's like, I don't know if I remember talking to you about this, but there's one where in the movie, it's when uh, Andy's going down the, the steep hill oh, yes, and yes. crashes into that RV. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Akiva, who's the director of the movie, is like, okay, this is a mistake of mine here. And it's that all the characters turn around to like see what happened with, with uh, Rod except Isla Fisher, who looks like she couldn't care less about anything oh, else yeah. in the world. And it's he, and they're like, whoa, was that like, did Isla just like not care? Like was, you know, and then uh, he was like, nope, uh, just bad directing. That's just, uh, I was being a bad director. <laughs> I just forgot to tell her what was happening. And so she had did, nothing to work she with. She did what she was told to do, which was turn around. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, so I saw that movie in theaters. Did you see it in theaters? No. Okay. When did the movie come out? Like 2007. No, I, I did not see that in okay. theaters. I was um, a small child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget. Um, I yeah. I was, I, yeah, I was in middle school. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Me and some, a f- I think one of my coworkers and our friend, like all, either called out sick or just had the afternoon off. So it was like like a Wednesday afternoon. So we went to go see the movie together. It was only playing in one theater in downtown Seattle. And so we all went, like, took the bus or drove or something and went there. The movie theater was literally three of us and, like, one elderly guy. (laughs) And I don't know what he was doing in the theater, but we were having a great time. We all thought it was the funniest movie we had ever seen. We were just crying, laughing. And then this guy who's by himself, I don't know if he was just like, I bought my ticket, I'm going to stay for the whole thing. Or if he, like, enjoyed it, maybe he did. Or if he was just like... I don't know what these kids are laughing at, but I like their energy. <laughs> or it was you from the future. What? Okay. And time travel is real. Are you serious? But what if? But what if? <laughs> or it was me from the future. Or you from the future in a disguise. Yeah, and what? I wanted to go see it, like the premiere. Wow. Or Because I have not seen, I did not see that movie until two. 2000 i'm gonna guess uh-huh. i think it was 2015 okay 2014 yeah i was definitely in high school mm-hmm. i remember the guy i was dating mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it was just somewhere around that time uh-huh. so because i'm pretty sure we watched it together yeah um 
What if it was Andy Samberg going back in time? Who is like, he, he like wants to like see it with fans. With fans, and then he realized he only has three. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sad realization. Just like, well, it's only these three. Wait, well, I've already. I my guess I'm, yeah. I guess I'm going and watching with these guys. Boy, oh boy. But actually, uh, Andy, you have at least four because I'm a huge fan. Andy. I'm a huge we, Andy fan. Andy and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, we know you're listening. I, We're okay, huge I'm going to, I'm going to, this is going to be upsetting for uh, Mr. Johnson. Oh. I love Andy Samberg more, more. Just more. based on, um, I mean, I've gotten more years of enjoyment out of The Rock, I'll mm-hmm. be honest. Sure. But in terms of a person who I think I probably vibe with more. And, like, we get along with in terms of, like, uh, an actual uh, face-to-face interaction. I agree. I think Andy and I, I think I like Andy more. I, Mr. I, Dwayne, yeah. if you're listening, I love you still. Yes. Yes. You're still, I yes, still, still great. You're still rock solid with us. Huh. Uh, uh-oh. Oh, God. <laughs> Taylor's walking out of the room and uh, she's starting her car. Um, no, but, yeah, like, I, uh, the, yeah, Hot Rod was... I think a big <laughs> deal for me when I watched it because I get like what you said earlier. It's like, oh, this is my, what my sense of humor is. Yeah. Um, and like felt good figuring that out, uh-huh. and also just being able to different because like you know like when you figure the thing that you like, you're like, oh, I don't like all the rest of this yeah. other stuff that yeah. I thought maybe I liked. Mm-hmm. I realized that I don't actually like that. That was that was kind of what it felt like when I discovered Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Where like mm-hmm. I started watching because Conan always came on after Jay Leno. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was too young for a lot of that time to like stay up late enough to watch Conan because it was like Jay Leno came on already late enough at 1130. Conan came on at 1230 and I've got school at like seven. So it's just like it was not going to happen until I discovered that I don't sleep very well when I was a little older. And yeah. so like in high school, I started watching Conan and I was just like, oh, I thought Jay Leno was really funny. No, 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 no. no. In <laughs> fact, this is what really funny is. Yes. And I do. Yeah. The Lonely Island was another like elevation of that where it's just like, oh, this is the stuff that I find really funny. Yeah. Um, did you see MacGruber? No. Oh, I think you'd really like MacGruber. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's it, that one is none of the Lonely Island are in it, mm-hmm. but Yorma wrote okay. and directed it. Oh, okay. With uh, Will Forte. I trust him. But yeah, it's re- that one's really funny. Um, has a lot of their is signature. Is that a MacGyver like? So MacGruber was an SNL character that Will Forte did, which yeah, is like yeah, like he's a, a MacGyver, the like... MacGyver ripoff. Or, okay, like the like. I kind think of... I've seen some SNL yeah. skits of it, but I didn't realize it was a movie. Yeah, the sketches in the movie don't vibe. Like <laughs> I, the sketches are fine. Right. They're, they're always kind of like a low budget, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like. Like the, we of, gotta fill our time. Yeah, <laughs> silly like sight gag thing. Sure. But the movie is like a really well made action spoof movie. Yeah. That I think you would enjoy. Oh, that sounds um like something I would yeah. enjoy. Uh, and also Kristen Wiig is in it, and she's oh, very my funny. Gosh, she's very funny as well. There's a scene that I cried with laughter in. <laughs> okay, I gotta watch it. Um, <laughs> I'm guess I, what scene? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> that I yeah I won't tell you about it, but yes. Oh yeah. Um. We also should talk about Popstar. Yes. Oh, I wanted to talk about, before we move on to Popstar. Okay. Tour to Pharmacy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Okay. So I, I either watched that or the tennis documentary one. Mm-hmm. 
um, made the mistake. Okay, so if anybody has watched the one I'm talking about, because I can't remember which one it is, uh-huh. you will know what I mean when I say I made a huge freaking mistake watching it on a plane. Because there's a scene uh-huh. in one of them where <laughs> Andy Samberg's penis gets stretched out. Uh-huh. Or something like that. Must be caught. in the biking one. I think it's the. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's the biking one. But there's just like I remember. I'm pretty sure my partner was with me. I don't remember where we were flying to or what was going on. But we were watching it together. Uh-huh. And I remember us watching this thing and just like looking around, like <laughs> trying to cover like around the screen that so nobody of, would like glance over and that just sort of see thing, what was going on. That sort of thing always gives you the feeling that everybody on the plane is watching your screen <laughs> in that moment. I it know exactly. Exactly what you mean. Mortifying. Because we were just like, oh my god. Like, one, why would you put that on a... Why would you make that's, that an option on a plane? That's the plane's fault. That, <laughs> that is, is the plane's fault. <laughs> However, whoever did that, you have good taste. Because it's very funny. It was, it was a hilarious... It was a hilarious. Yeah. It wasn't like you brought that on your iPad. No. <laughs> it, that was available on the airplane. Yes. It was... Yeah, I do remember just the sheer panic of trying... Of, like putting our hands yeah. around the screen yeah. just like looking around at other people yeah. like please god do not look over at our screen yeah. at what we were watching also i would like to point out <laughs> as somebody who has been on airplanes how difficult it is to look at other people's screens and how uh, uh, like truly how it never happens that i'm just like i wonder what that other person's watching yeah oh well i'm the opposite okay i am <laughs> i am fully like I'm like seeing them like, oh, what are you watching? I just kind of like glance over. Uh-huh. But on like newer, there was like a plane I was on not recently because Lord knows. Because COVID. Um, but mm-hmm. like that, I, there was like a plane I was on that was newer and they uh-huh. did the thing where they took like the glass where like you can only actually see what's on it when yeah. you're staring right at it yeah. as opposed to like. Peripherally. Peripherally. Yeah. Which I was like, that's see, that's what I should have watched that freaking movie on. But mm-hmm. we were on a dinky old you, plane. How could you have known uh, that that technology was, would exist I mean, day? the I mean, it was so, I mean, the, the short, because I also think it was a, a, a mockumentary. Yes. As well. And it was fairly short, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so funny. They're but both yeah, really good. That one scene was <laughs> horrifying. Yeah. The, uh, the, the. Seven Days in Hell one also has um what is his name he's uh shoot uh, I can't remember his name but he's like a British kind of like he's a serious actor but he does a lot of comedy stuff too mm-hmm. he plays like a Daniel Craig yeah Daniel Craig <laughs> uh, Prince William um, I, gosh I can't remember his name he's in Prodigal Son and he's uh, I'll I'll think of it as soon as we stop recording but of um. He plays this like British interviewer who's like really obsessed with Kit Harrington's character mm-hmm. and it's unclear if he's like <laughs> sexually into him but the way he interviews him is so uncomfortable. He's like always smoking a cigarette and kind of like looking at his legs and just making like really weird <laughs> remarks about him. It's really funny. You should I I really think you'd enjoy it. it. Yeah. Honestly, I, I kind of wonder if I have seen it and it's just been too long because right. I, it a lot of it like when you said it's a ten, it's a tennis game that lasts for seven days yeah. that sounded so familiar yes I so who knows maybe I have seen it I just yeah. can't remember I, but honestly I just need to watch both of them again because yeah. they were truly very funny and, and not, if you're listening and you haven't watched them yeah God, I would recommend would recommend they're short they're short yeah they're not that long they're extremely funny 
and you'd do well. I mean, you'd have to navigate the HBO Max app, which is always an adventure in itself, but <laughs> it's worth it, I promise. Um, pop Star. Yeah, Pop Star. Never Stop, Never Stopping. Yes. Did you see this in theaters? I think I did. Yeah. Like I said, and like I've talked about before, my memories are difficult uh, for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can't remember almost anything. Yeah. But I'm pretty, I think I did see this one in mm-hmm. theaters. Because I can distinctly remember when it came out. Yeah. And I can distinctly remember being excited about it. And mm-hmm. I was old enough to, uh, like, actually be paying attention to know what was going on because I wasn't in first grade. Uh. <laughs> I was going to make a joke to you about, like, you, like, when early Lonely Island was happening, I still wasn't allowed to, like, listen to secular music. So right. I had no idea what was going on right. in the world. You were, you were still not being allowed to read Harry Potter. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> That is upsetting. Um, <laughs> so, pop star. If anybody yes. who hasn't seen it, this is a, a a wonderful like mock sort of like also Another sort mockumentary. of mockumentary. It's a mockumentary. Um, about like a Justin Bieber ish mm-hmm. like music star who like broke away from his previous band, yeah, the Style Boys, yeah, and <laughs> like became this like insufferable pop monster yes and it's this like documentary about his second album coming out his his uh artist name is connor for real and his second album is called conquest <laughs> i loved this movie i loved it yeah. so funny it's very good <clears throat> it's very good and i like i mean it's probably just saying the same thing over again yeah. but it's like the way andy samberg is so sincere yeah yeah (laughs) it's not i mean like he's not playing it like winking to the camera there's no like there's like he's playing connor for real yeah he's i mean he's a good actor too like he's very good in the role i screamed in the theater (laughs) when uh i I mean again it's like justin timberlake being very game which is like justin timberlake plays like a chef in the in it and like he's like really obsessed with cutting carrots and like he's like you know, Connor really likes his carrots to be cut up a certain way. And then like they cut to Connor just like not nonchalantly just eating the carrots. And then Justin Timberlake, like watching through watching, like a, yeah. through like a window in the door, like his eyes really bugged out. And then <clears throat> like, you'd think it's a movie about an artist. It's got Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. and he literally has one line mm-hmm. of singing in the entire movie, which and then is he gets immediately shut down too, right? It's uh, <laughs> in like the uh, incredible thought song. Yes. And it's, my name is Mr. Fish. These three boys have granted my wish. That's it. And it's just like that Justin Timberlake came on to do that. And like, I, you know, Justin Timberlake is now like a weird semi problematic celebrity. Yeah. I still got to get caught up on what's going on there. Yeah. So. I, I don't I've know. I've heard, but I yeah. haven't. My energy is precious. My, so. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, be, I can't keep can't, up with everything. Right. But I've, I've heard. So say what you will about about him his but his performance, performance as is, the chef is phenomenal it's phenomenal he's very <laughs> funny in it and i saw the movie with my partner and she similarly was like very enchanted to see him just being a fucking weirdo yeah on screen yeah i think like with the lonely island like all of these movies that they that they do there's a lot of it that is like i guess it's the 
I'm sure there's some term for this, but it's whatever the opposite of breaking like the fourth wall is. Yeah. It's like they take jokes or they take things from outside the movie and mm-hmm. bring them in yeah. so that if you don't have like the context. Yeah. Like if you don't have, if you have no idea who Justin Timberlake is, mm-hmm. like watching this movie, that would not be funny. Yeah. Right. It's like stuff like that. Yeah. That it contextually is very, that it just makes it funnier. Yeah. And just makes it better. Do you have any favorite of their like SNL songs? Helicopter Dick. <laughs> the the three way song. Yeah, because it has a it has Lady Gaga yeah. in it, and it's yeah. the most. It's the funniest song I think I've ever heard. Yeah. Because also the skit. The skit's really funny. Is so funny, yeah. and also I love Lady Gaga. She's so. also game in it too yes, like that's another phenomenal. thing is she's... i want i want a, a pop star too with mm-hmm. lady gaga as like a <laughs> as like a dog walker yeah. or something <laughs> yeah um her delivery of the line wow after yeah. they do the helicopter dicks is so funny wow wow it's so funny um the first time i saw jack sparrow oh, the one with michael yeah. bolton yes because they don't like they never in like when you're watching it for the first time and i implore if anybody is has never seen it look it up but and then like stop playing this and watch it and then replay come back back. we'll wait we'll wait we won't the entire time we're gonna pause for four minutes and no speaking anyways we're back um (laughs) the the first time I saw that, which was like with no context, like they don't they don't say like Lonely Island, Jack Sparrow, you know, uh, whatever. <laughs> so like the first time, it's just Michael Bolden yeah. walking in and saying, "Hey guys, you know, made a song, blah, blah blah." Have you seen the Pirates of the Caribbean? And it's just like, "Oh yeah, those are those are great." The first time that song happens, and it's like a weird. It's one of their only songs where they're the straight men in the in the bit. Yes. Because it's usually they're like the fucking weirdos, and either like the celebrities yeah. weird with them, or the celebrities like, "Whoa, what's yeah. what is happening here?" And it's the first time that they're the ones who are like, we've got something serious going on here. And it's the celebrity who's like throwing them off. Yeah. And the first time uh, Michael Bolton says, you know, this is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow. And like all their faces are just like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. I became obsessed with that video. I like went into work the next day. I was just like, everybody, have you seen this? And like showed it to everybody. I think I showed it like maybe 20 times that day. And I was just like, I, and I'm not, I was not sick of it either. I thought that video and that song was the funniest thing I had ever seen in my lifetime. Yes. It's, it is truly hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I, I uh, the staying power that like that era mm-hmm. of the Lonely Island has, yeah. I cannot like, cannot be understated right? because those songs are so funny. Yeah. And like they're not they're not gonna get old (laughs) they're not gonna get old and the other the other thing that like is is very like weird and uh, like kind of maybe not surprising but still surprising is that they're not problematic either especially like like listening to like their early 2000s stuff you'd almost expect there to be like some anti-gay slur yeah or like you know even like the anti like uh, the disability unfriendly r word yes just like something where you'd slip in and be like well that was in the zeitgeist then It's just, like, it's really surprising, like, the amount of stuff you, like, uh, like I said, the early 2000s stuff where you're just, like, you'd almost expect to just hear it as, like, a ah, they kind of threw that in because they weren't, like, they weren't aware of how insensitive that was. It just doesn't exist in a lot of their stuff. Yeah, it's, it's funny because it's, 
I mean, I was going to say a lot of their stuff is very clean, but it's not. No. But when it is clean, it's it's very clean. Yeah. And, like, truly funny. Yeah. And, uh, like, um... Uh, I want to say hot. I mean, hot rod is not fully clean, but like it is all you could almost watch it with a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you could send a kid. I think like there's like maybe two minutes that are just kind of like okay, well, maybe we don't. There's, I mean, like in all their other movies, somebody shows their dick. Right. So it's like it's a little harder to, <laughs> yeah, to do that. On. But in yeah, I think in hot rod, at least you're safe from like genitalia yeah you're very yeah. you're safe from that there's like maybe one of the ones that um one of the scenes with oh my gosh oh, don't tell me his name bojack horseman bojack horseman uh arrested development oh my god oh will arnett yes god will arnett he's phenomenal yeah. um one of the will arnett scenes i think is maybe not like maybe you shouldn't watch with kids but is it the the dong bags? I think so. Yeah. Yes, I was. <laughs> your first condoms as dong bags. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> like maybe, but also it's like one of those things where it's like the kids are not gonna know. Kids are right. Gonna know what that is. Yeah. Like you could probably watch it with a kid. Uh -huh. Um. But yeah, like they are very clean, and I guess that's like something that honestly is pretty nice to see mm -hmm. with Andy Samberg and that whole honestly that whole crew but yeah. i feel like andy sandberg is probably one of the big like is the biggest name out of that yeah out of that friend group basically or at least the most like front facing yeah. he had his own sitcom for eight years yeah and yeah. he and he is andy if you're listening if you fuck up i'm gonna be so pissed i'm gonna if, find you if you get canceled for some I'm gonna reason i'm gonna be so mad if Andy's we will canceled. We, we, we will come back to the rock and we will get the rock to beat the shit the out of you living daylights out of You're... you because he is like one of the one people where i'm kind of like well at least we have andy yeah right <laughs> he's like not problematic and as far as i know somebody's yeah. probably gonna be like well did you know about this and i'm like no i didn't yeah God damn it but like yeah, he's just great. And yeah. honestly, that whole crew seems, like, genuinely wholesome. Right. They seem like really nice, funny yes. people. And, and people I would who, be... like, keep to themselves. Yes. Like, stay in their lane. Right. <laughs> I don't, and I don't mean, like, they're difficult on set or maybe they don't get along with everybody. That's not what I mean. Like, you know, if they're... Like, if, if one of them ends up having done something really awful, I would be... I think I, that would be one of those, like, devastating... Yeah, that would like, be pretty devastating. Yeah. I agree. So, anyways, Andy, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's a lot riding on this. Yeah, it, us. My sanity. Top top of the list is the two of us. <laughs> Our sanity is riding a lot on you, buddy. Um, but yeah, truly just hilarious. And yeah, great and stuff that I think will last because <clears throat> when so like I just had sex. Yeah, is probably. And I would like to get your perspective on this. Sure. Because you were not in high school when that song came okay, out. Okay, great. But I was. This is great that I get like a positive spin on being old enough for something. <laughs> because when that song came out and like, I, I'm thinking back on it now and like how big all of those songs were basically. Yeah. But that I just had sex song amongst high schools uh -huh. high schoolers who were like you know in the midst of their weird horny yeah. like years and like a lot of like sexual figuring out your sexuality and stuff that uh -huh. song i think is permanently etched into my brain because of how many times i heard it 
like, just people joking about it, people, uh-huh. like, because, like, you know, high schoolers are obsessed with sex. Right. And so it was, like, one of those things. It was a song that would be, like, blasted in the school parking lot. Yeah. Like, people doing, like, like just driving around, yeah. like, absolutely, bla- like, I don't know. Like, it was something that was joked about and sung, like, Horny, insecure teens, yes. like, talking, like, wanting to either having, having it be true or just wanting to, like, like wish right. fulfillment of like yeah, right. but yeah. Like, yeah. like reveling in it because yeah. it exists right and it's it just like the like she put a bag over my head yeah. still counts yeah it's like never like it's i'm gonna die with that in my brain right <laughs> it to me like it existed it exists around the same time as i'm on a boat which was yeah. much bigger in the circle of friends that i was hanging out with yeah so Oh, it's almost like it was barely a blip on the like cultural radar. Like I, I had mm, just had yeah. sex. So I, I love it. Like it, it does not have that much of a lasting weird, like I memory for me. I, I, Oh, Oh, for you. Yeah. yeah for yeah. me. That's what I mean. Like yes. I, for, I understand that for you, it's yes. this like weird, like weird thing. Yeah. Something time and space. Happened. <laughs> yeah. But for me, like it just is this like, funny song that came out and i enjoyed it when it happened and i will like go back and listen to it when i listen to lonely island stuff but it doesn't hold this like strange place in history for me yeah i think like it i and i i kind of wonder too if other people or this is just a symptom of public school but um <laughs> like if other people that are roughly my age like also had a similar experience of people just probably truly being obsessed with it probably because thinking back on it it definitely had a lot to do with the fact that we were all like teenagers right and exploring our sexualities mm-hmm. and anybody talking about sex was exciting so and so funny yeah it's so funny <laughs> so uh i mean i'm on a boat was also huge mm-hmm. like uh, basically anything that the lonely island put out between 2012 and 2006 nope that's when i went to college <laughs> 2008 yeah. and 2012 yeah was like a huge hit yeah and like is in Obama's first forever. term. Yeah. Coincides the, a lot with it. The golden years. <laughs> Obama's first term. That's how I like to think about the Lonely <laughs> Island stuff. Is had he passed the ACA when I just had sex had come out? I can't remember. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> well, now you'll never, you'll never think of the Lonely Island the same way again. About, yeah, I definitely won't. Obama's first term. Oh man, but yeah, no, they're great. They're great. I love them. Yeah, I love Andy um, Samberg truly. All their old so- songs are available on thelonelyisland.com. You do not have to search far or hard <laughs> for their old stuff. It is in their music section, and it is under a. A label of older demo songs with a very poorly drawn elephant as the cover art um there is i mean all the songs are great if i had to pick favorites you know obviously i love the heist they have a song called i think i killed the president which is like a, a, a <laughs> sort of a pastiche on like really old corny 80s rap um and then uh stork patrol is another favorite of mine which is about them uh trying to have sex with and wed a stork a literal stork like it's it like you think stork is like a like you know uh a euphemism, a euphemism for like a woman they like the video is yeah, them so chasing a stork. it's them chasing down a stork like a bunch of women like coming at them and then like them like pushing the, them aside and like looking at this like <laughs> person dressed in like a really shitty like paper mache 
stork outfit. It's really funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're just, they're wonderful, wonderful guys. Yeah. Love it. Um, if yeah. you've never heard of Lonely Island. Oh, this episode was a trip for you. Yeah. yeah. But you are welcome. You're welcome. Uh, if you haven't watched any of their movies. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> if you like this podcast, you're going to love them. <laughs> you will love them. And uh, follow us on Instagram. Please. If at you, Nerd yeah. Pod. If you listen to this and you like the podcast and you like the Lonely Island, Do follow us on Instagram. Things. Do two things. Uh-huh. Follow us on Instagram and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes. I almost said iTunes. It's hard not to. It's really hard not to. It's really to. hard to, even though I think it's been Apple Podcasts for like two years. It, iTunes doesn't exist anymore no. and it still boggles my mind. Yeah. It was a weird decision. Yeah. A lot of decisions Apple makes. Anyways, uh, <laughs> if you love the Lonely Island, we're sorry and we love you. Sorry, love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, pal, did you get a load of the nerds?